Welcome to Shedding Shackles. Today's topic is Become Not What You Hate. And now, here's your Shedding Shackles host, Roland Trujillo. Welcome everyone, my name is Roland. The program is called Shedding Shackles. I've been on the air now for 30 years. My message has always been the same. My message has been that you have become separated from your own ground of good. You've become separated from really your, your real self. You knew your real self once upon a time when you were a little child. But as the years went by, people upset you, they angered you, they teased you, they hurt you. And you began to fall away from that until eventually you started to become something else. You became something else. You see people become something else. Just look around you. Look at what happens to people when they become 20 and then 30 and then 40 and 50 and 60. They become something else. They become their parent. They become their wife or husband. They become a monster. They become a thief. They become fill in the blank, something awful. They become their boss or just like their boss. That's another way of putting it. Just like their boss, they become their boss. They become like the people around them who they hated. They went to work somewhere. Maybe the person went to work somewhere. And around them was tease and backstabbing and people trying to climb over each other to get to the top. And some people were currying favor with the boss and the boss was playing favorites. And maybe that was you in that office and you hated it. But you know what happened? You became like those people. Now there you are years later. But the most obvious example, you know, people even become their pets. But the most obvious example is the, the parent and the child. The child resents the parent, resents mom for being angry all the time at dad, for being bossy, for saying mean things, or for smothering the child, not letting it be, not letting it be itself and grow, smothering it. And they resent. The child resents dad for not being there, for being weak, for not protecting him from mom, for not being stronger than the world. Dad for being a weak people pleaser and a womanizer or a woman-centered man or an angry man or a wimp. See, most men, they become angry, angry at their wife. And then they suppress their anger, suppress it, and they become total wimps. Wimps! And so you resent dad for that. And then you went out into the world and you had a sense of right and wrong. In your heart, you kind of knew what was right and you kind of knew what was wrong. Nobody had to teach you when you were a little tiny child, when you were two years old. If you were sitting at the table and one child was getting more something good, like french fries or something, than the other child, you saw something unfair about it. You saw injustice. You saw one child being treated nicer than the other. You saw injustice. You didn't have to go to school to... You saw it. 
with your intuition, your gift from God, your consciousness, where you could see injustice and see wrong. You see? You just saw it. Well, what happened was that when you hated your parents, resented them, oh yes, I was talking about going to school, then there was injustice there, and you hated, hated other kids. But the point I'm getting at is that you became just like them. Years later, you're just like your mom. Either you are addicted to your mom, a slave of your mom. You can't get away from your mom. You're still serving your mom. You're still like a little kid when you're around your mom. Your mom is still demanding, and you're still giving and giving and giving. Or you marry a man like your dad. You had a problem with your dad. You resented him. You wanted something from him. What you wanted was him to be the knight in shining armor, the noble, brave, strong, kind man who was there for you. But he wasn't, so you resented him. But in your resentment, you felt guilty. And so you you tried, you found, tried to find other men to, to find something good in them, and instead they just used you. And you ended up married to a man like your dad. See? Or you became your mom to your kids. You're just like your mom. See? Or if you're the boy, then you go out and you find someone like your mom. See, you had a problem with her. But here's the thing. When you resent your parent, for example, or resent anyone, hate anyone, then something of, of them gets inside of you. Something of them gets inside of you, and you start to have something of them in you that slowly becomes you. And the process goes on and on and on until eventually one day, you, behold, you're your mother. Or behold, you're just like your dad. Or behold, you're just like some other person that you hated. Or somebody did something to you and you hated them. And then it's inside of you. It that was in them. See, now here's the secret. You mustn't hate them. God said not to hate other people. See, people are created in the image and likeness of God. When you're looking at a person, no matter how rotten they are, no matter how selfish, no matter how weak and how wrong they are, they're created in the image and likeness of God, so don't hate them. There's something in them, something that got in them a long time ago. It's operating through them, and it's tempting you because it wants to get inside of you. So stand back. Don't resent them. Watch. See? But then... You have to deal with what's in you. You have to deal with what you have become now. You look in the mirror, it's not even you anymore. What is there? You have to deal with that. And to do so, you need the help of, well, you need the help of the man upstairs, as they say. You need his help. He made you. He knows how to fix you. Nobody else does. Oh, sure. They've got some clever ideas. Very clever. But he's the one that can fix you. And you can't fix yourself either. You can't save yourself. You need his help. How are you going to find his help? Well, you have to learn to become still, says in the Bible. Be still. God said through his prophet, be still and know that I am God. Be still. Be still. And learn to find God. 
Learn to find that inner light from God that shines. Even now it shines in the darkness. And then you can begin to see what's wrong with you without reacting to it. See, the problem is you react to it. Now you react to it. You don't want to see it. You suppress it. And when you see it, you hate it. Learn to just watch it. Watch it dissolve. Watch it go away. Watch it lose power. Watch it leave. With God's help, stand back and see things in His light. And then you can begin to once again become what you once were. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful creature. So I think I've summed it up pretty well. I've basically told the story of every person's life. Now the only question is, are you going to find your way back? Back to the beginning. So that you can start over. But the beginning doesn't start a long time ago. It starts now. Right now. The beginning. You see, remember in the Gospel of Thomas, there was a very beautiful little um, section there where the disciples asked him about uh, the end. They said, what will our end be? And Jesus said something like, you're looking for the end? You know, first find the beginning, and then you will have everything. I can't remember the exact quote right now. Uh, it's very nice. So you find the beginning, and the beginning is your creator. Find him in the now. Right now, find him. And where is he? He's within you. And his light is there. He sends his light so that you can see. In the Bible, it says that light overcomes darkness. If you're sitting quietly in your room right now, or in your office quietly, or laying in bed quietly, or you're sitting on your sofa quietly, and you can close your eyes. When you close your eyes, you will see little pixels of light on the inside of your eyelids. You'll see little patterns of light, a little glow of light, a little warm glow. That is spiritual light. When you see those pixels, like now, if you're sitting quietly in your room, when you see that spiritual light, it cancels out the dark light of your imagination. So your imagination rises with a different kind of light. I just wrote about that. I think it'll be in the next newsletter and probably in the next book. There's a different light, a different quality of light that lights up the imagination. It's more of a of a burning, it's like, you know, if you have, if you have, um, oh, you know, a pile of debris or something, and then it smolders. It's kind of a red, a red smoldering, or a fireplace red smoldering coal, something like that. That kind of a light lights up your imagination. And it also, there's a kind of a light that has heat with it. It's more heat than it is light. You know, like, again, smoldering embers or hot coals, which is emotion, where, you, uh, where you're consumed with rage or with anger or with lust or with passion or with, with uh, hate 
or with pride, or with resentment, you see? Well, what you want is the bright, pure light, spiritual light from your Creator. All you have to do is close your eyes and there it is. So when you meditate, you watch that light. And then you extend it by becoming aware of your hand, your right hand. And you extend the tingling, the delicate tingling warmth that accompanies that beautiful spiritual light to your hand. And for a moment, you're outside of time and you're no longer subject to the thoughts and you're not subject to the past and your new life begins. So, may I recommend that you get the little eight-minute meditation that is free. It'll get you started to refinding your creator, to refinding your true self, to a total spiritual makeover. And it won't be anything you do yourself. It'll be something that God does. All you have to do is drag yourself to the chair and sit quietly. And God will do the rest. And life becomes new and beautiful and sweet. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is sheddingshackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you. Hi, this is Jeremiah Trujillo, the producer of Shedding Shackles. On SheddingShackles.com, you can watch Roland's many video lectures, including The Power of an Understanding Heart, Why and How to Meditate, and his latest video on Flowing from Within. Simply go to SheddingShackles.com and click on the left-hand icon, Watch. I'm also a pianist, and played some of the music examples that you hear, such as Sevilla by the Spanish composer Isaac Albeniz. Thanks for listening. Welcome back. Earlier, I talked about a beautiful verse from the Gospel of Thomas. And I want to read it to you now. Remember I said that your bright future, everything good, and your total makeover, and letting go of the baggage of the past, and becoming free of your rabid imagination, negative thoughts, and free of worries, and doubts, and fears, and all of that stuff. Remember I said it begins now, in the beginning. Your beginning is now, and your beginning is with God. 
That's it. Because God is eternal. Remember I talked about that spiritual light. When you close your eyes, you can go into a dark room like your, maybe you have a little bathroom. We have a little bathroom downstairs. You know, it's a half bath. Upstairs we have two full baths and downstairs we have a half bath. You know what that is. But there's no window in it. It's just a little half bath with no window. I go in there and I can close the door and it's pitch black. And then I close my eyes and I see the spiritual light, that little warm glow of light. And I said, I think it was last week's program, I said that you could get in a spaceship and go a hundred million light years out into the universe. And there, as you're sitting in your spaceship, close your eyes and you will see spiritual light. Your creator is everywhere. He is eternal. He is eternal. He is omniscient. He is omnipresent. He's everything. Find him and you have it all. Now listen to the beautiful passage from the Gospel of Thomas. The disciples said to Jesus, Tell us, how will our end be? Jesus said, Since you have discovered the beginning, why do you seek the end? For where the beginning is, there will the end be. Blessed is he who shall stand at the beginning, and he shall know the end, and shall not taste death. Now do you understand? All you need to do is find your Creator. Not in a book, not in a bookstore, not on the internet, not in a building somewhere, not in the mouth of some person, no matter how clever, not in pretty music, not in stained glass windows, not on the side of a mountain somewhere, in some monastery. You find your Creator within. He sends His spiritual light. Close your eyes if you're sitting quietly in a chair in your room somewhere, or you're laying in bed. Close your eyes and behold spiritual light. And it cancels out. It cancels out your rabid thoughts and, and ideas that tempt you. Do you see that those ideas are always trying to tempt you, all those thoughts? Sure, some of the thoughts are just remnants of little pieces of things that happened during the day that you think, oh, this happened and that happened, and you replay it in your mind. Okay, there's that. But even that is a temptation, isn't it? Isn't that a waste of time? How many times do you see people come into Starbucks with their backpack? They have their computer. They have to study. I saw it this morning. I saw it this morning. A man came in, a young man, with a backpack. He got some coffee. He went and sat down at the table. He put his laptop on top of the table, and then he pulled out his iPhone, and then, half an hour later, I, I turned and looked at him as I was standing up, and he was still looking at his iPhone. He was lost in it. Well, in the same way, you get lost in those thoughts and images, but all they do is distract you. But you know what they distract you from? From the truth, from finding your Creator from finding his presence, which you can feel, see? 
when you learn to sit quietly and observe those little patterns of light, then you extend something of that down your arm into your hand, and then your whole body is touched by that light. And there's something good that comes in. But now let's look at the flip side of it. When you go out in the world and you hate somebody, you resent somebody, you judge them, then, or you get a high, a high of hating someone, or a high of alcohol or marijuana or cocaine or something, some kind of a high, a drug high, or some kind of ecstatic high, or you're screaming in a ball game, yelling and screaming with your fists clenched, then something of the dark side, you know, like they talked about the bright side of the Force and the dark side of the Force, you know, in Star Wars, where something of the dark side gets in. A dark shadow gets in. And it, it was it that somehow, very subtly, was egging you on to, to the high. Doesn't it cajole you? Little by little, one step at a time, it cajoles you to, to eat more, to drink more, to go to harder core, to do something more. More money, more study, more something, always more, 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 to some kind of a climax. And for that moment of ecstasy, you trade some of your life. That's right, you give up your life, your life force, and ultimately your soul. So now is the time now is the time to thoughtfully reflect upon what I have said. Perhaps get the little eight-minute meditation and give it a try and see if you can sit quietly and learn to stand back from those thoughts. See, now you're immersed in them. Remember I said when you go out in the world and you become immersed in everything, then it gets inside of you and you, you eventually become like it. And hate and resentment and judgment, those open the door. To more of it coming in. But the it that was in other people that tempted and teased you and challenged you, the it in them then gets into you, you see? So now you must learn to stand back and watch all of this from the neutral zone, standing in the light, in God's light, watching, observing, marveling, wondering, that's innocent. When you were a little child, you watched, you observed, you wondered. It was innocent. You saw things. You knew things. You must become like a little child. Who said that? It was Christ. Now do you get it? Do you see how simple it is? Find the beginning. The disciples said to Jesus, tell us how will our end be? Jesus said, since you have the beginning, why do you seek the end? For where the beginning is, there will the end be. Blessed is he who shall stand at the beginning, and he shall know the end, and shall not taste death. See, but here's the thing. Just hearing about religion, hearing about God, hearing about Jesus, it's not enough. You have to experience Him in your innermost being. And what's blocking you right now from experiencing Him is undoubtedly resentment 
and being lost in your thoughts, lost in your daydreams, and lost in your worries and doubts and fears. And so you have to learn how to stand back from those so you can get clear of them, okay? It's like being under the ocean, coming up to the surface, and there's the blue sky and the puffy clouds, and you take a deep breath of fresh air. That's what you need to do to come out of those daydreams that become nightmares. Rise above them and then find reality. The blue sky and the puffy clouds and where the birds are singing. And that's why I've made a little meditation, too. I've made a little meditation that has been very, very helpful to some people. It's been very helpful to me. And I think it uh, could be just what, what you need if you really and truly want to get better, okay? And find out the purpose for your existence and find out just where you've been going wrong and what's been blocking you from finding all the good things that life can hold. Are you interested in improving your relationship with your partner? Or how about improving your relationship with your kids if communication is not so good? Okay, and then how about getting rid of hurt feelings and misunderstandings and so on? Well, then you really ought to read one of my books about relationships and about marriage. And one of the ones that I don't talk about a lot, I should talk about more, is my book called Putting the Forever Back in Love. Oh, what a wonderful book. It's, it's over 300 pages, Putting the Forever Back in Love. I talk about how to improve your relationship, what to do if your wife asks you to leave, how to forgive and forget, okay? How to stay married for a long time and live happily ever after, how to develop character and learn to bear suffering and grow from it, okay? And how to have understanding when you deal with other people, okay? and how not to judge your husband so much, and how not to resent your wife. Well, may I recommend you get Putting the Forever Back in Love. Just visit SheddingShackles.com or TalkToAPastor.org and you can preview it for free. It's also on Amazon. Putting the Forever Back in Love. I think you'll really enjoy it. Now you must learn to stand back and watch instead of reacting. Watch. Stand back. Get the big picture. And you will discover patience for other people. And also you will discover patience for yourself. Stand back. And you will discover a whole new way of living. And you will also discover something else. Not because I say so, but because that's the way it will be you'll discover God's gracious forgiveness and his kindness. And life becomes sweet. Until next time, Lord willing, and the creek don't rise. I'll see you then. Bye-bye. You have been listening to Shedding Shackles with your host, Roland Trujillo. Now you can listen to Roland anytime by logging on to www.sheddingshackles.com. You'll find lots of free, helpful information, and you can also order materials or make a donation by using your credit card. Once again, the web address is SheddingShackles.com. Please remember that Shedding Shackles is listener-supported. Thank you. <laughs>